What up, though? We not gonna talk about a lesser sucking dick. Oh, sorry. Um, hey, <laughs> this is a great episode. It didn't even start yet. Uh, it's Juneteenth. Everything is black. Okay, black turn up. Black as fuck. If you are fucking a Caucasian today, I want you to be the superior in that relationship and do not tell anybody about it publicly. We're just going to move forward. Uh, so we have two great guests in this bitch. They uh, actually, these might be two of our flyest guests in a long time. T. Yeah, I'm very excited. Come on now. They, they got us some nice shit. So, yeah. And it's two males. And yes. we're going to have some fun. Uh, I think this is going to be a very unique episode. You excited? I'm excited. Because when I sent the questionnaires over, you was like, oh shit, this is wild as fuck. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah. y'all are very, very <laughs> interesting individuals. Very. So we're going to get into it. We're going to let y'all introduce yourselves. But when you introduce yourself, please uh, also say answer the intro question, which is, when was the last time you conquered a quest? Example, you set your sights on someone that you strictly wanted to have sex with to inflate your own ego. And we're going to start with the man with the locks and move all the way around to the left. All right, all right, all right. Well, first off, my name is Brock. Um, yeah, I do a lot of things. I'm an actor, model, artist, videographer, all types of things, creative. Um, You're not even going to mention it's professional. Uh, that is my profession. <laughs> that is my profession. I see what you did there. I'm out here. So, um, what was the question again? Uh, it was a long one. When was the last time you conquered a quest? And the example that I gave was uh, when you set your sights on someone that you strictly wanted to have sex with to inflate your own ego. Uh, well, I would say it's been a while, obviously, because I am in a relationship. Good answer. <laughs> so definitely it's been a while since I've done anything like that. But I don't know. I would probably have to say it had to be in my teens when niggas was sneaking in clubs and going to places that we wasn't really legally supposed to be. Okay. And meeting Here. people we wasn't really supposed to know because we right. weren't supposed to really be there. Right. So um of course in this little community, in the gay community, I would be more specific, you know what I mean? It's it's um I feel like that's almost like a, a rite of passage to fuck with the niggas that are like at the top they are that are unattainable that don't really want a long-term relationship with you or anything but are literally like key figures in i guess the club scene or the, the gay community or what you will whatever you want to call it okay so that would probably be the last time when i was like 17 or something fucking with niggas that was like basis that everybody knew Remind okay. me, i got questions about that after we finish this the entire intro Okay. Yeah, so, I shall <laughs> please do. I, I shall. All right. It's your turn, bro. Peace. I'm Tay. I go by Bayan. I'm just an artist overall. I make music. I'm an entrepreneur. Make clothes. I just give myself to the world. And you brought, I us, love that. You brought us a gift. I you like brought us some gifts? Yeah. Well, it's, I knew it was a woman, so I didn't know oh, what she okay. would want. Yeah. Make black men masculine. Again, nah, in the I back feel it a little, says, left, a little left out, but that's okay. It says uh, "Now King" on the back. I like this. I like that. I like that. And that's I good. also want to talk about that too. I like that. Um, a lot. As far as stroking my own ego sexually, I think we go through uh, levels of that shit. Okay. So I think, as far as the last time, I wouldn't think it was the last time because <sighs> mentally. I conquered a level of life. So say you're in high school and you fuck the 12th grader and you're in the 10th grade. You conquer that. Right. So then when you get to college, now you still got to conquer another level. Okay. And you get some money. So I believe over time, 
when I do my self work, I kind of conquer it over and over. Okay. But it's like unintentional because you know how you think you're somewhere and then you, okay. you go into something you're like, damn, I probably did that off some ego mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Thinking you went into it on some maybe spiritual or maybe, you know what I'm saying, different intent. So. And speak up into the mic. I got you. Uh, close. Yeah. Right. And um, this was a very hard question. Like, I've been thinking about it. But then I want to stop so I could actually listen to everybody. And I'm still thinking about it. Uh, I'll go if you want me to. I'm still not going to have an answer. I might as well. You know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it sounds so childish. Like, I guess when you kind of back to what Bai Young said, like, it's kind of hard for me to say, like, well... I conquered something because you don't realize sometimes that you conquer shit sexually until after you mm. did it. And okay. then you do something else. You're like, well, damn, I did end up doing that. And then sometimes you conquer shit that's a goal and you realize like it wasn't even a good goal to begin with. That, that shit right there. Yeah. So, um, and then it's all childish. Like the last time I, I remember right. me thinking about like sexual <laughs> that's goals. That's why I'm conquer, thinking about childish. Exactly. Like, I was like, how many can I conquer. hit this year? You know, right. You know yeah. The and I was hitting I whatever was there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that, that was like pretty well, what about you? What did you conquer recently? Um. Well, it, that wasn't a conquer. That was just <laughs> what I wanted in that time. But um. Well, I guess I thought of this question a little differently because I and maybe it could be different from women because it's just like when you set your sights, somebody's like, "Damn, I'm a fuck." It, it may take a little while, but I'm a fuck that nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit that. That's what I want. It's harder to hit. Yeah, that could be hard. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what it's question. And it could be. Yeah, and it's for all tra- different reasons. Question gets um, so, I guess like the last time that that happened for me was around like 2017. Wow, that was my last conquer too. Like, it was around 2017. <laughs> yeah, and it took me a hot second. Like I seen this year, nigga huh? one time out and was like, I'm gonna see this nigga again. I'm gonna fuck the shit out. Of <laughs> yeah, I sure did. He wasn't a fellow princess. No, I'm usual. I like I told you I like to put on a performance. I'm only I only call myself a pillow princess because I do not like to ride because I get tired. Yeah, and my knees are bad, <laughs> so I don't like to ride. But I'll do everything else. Everything, literally else. everything else. So. Like suck dick. Yes. Okay. I like that. I, I like that a lot. I mean, I think we all. Do. I'm I'm sure we all. Everybody in here besides you likes to get their dick sucked. I would like to get my dick sucked. Whoa. You don't Explain. have a <laughs> um I, one of my one of my sexual goals is to strap a man. Like that's the only sexual goal that I have not conquered so far. Hmm. Um I've done everything else that I've wanted to do. Okay. But strap a man and I would like him to suck my dick. Whoa. After I strap him. You. Hey, shout out to uh Breezy cuz maybe she can help you out. You know what? I do actually need to get in touch with her. <laughs> she she be knowing where to find him. Okay. So, I want to I saw this but after seeing what was in the bag, you know, after what Brock said, I wanted to touch on some shit. So I'm going to start with Brock. Oh, man. Uh, you had mentioned some things. What? You said that you were 17. Oh, man. And you were fucking niggas that were head of certain shit. So how old were they? I mean, it's a great question, Brandon. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, around this time, hmm, how do I want to address this? Well, clearly, I feel like they, I never really asked. And I think I'll start there. Never really asked what their age, what their they exact age was. No. Because at 17, you look 15. That's why I was curious. Right. And I would have to agree. So, uh, no, they didn't ask. I didn't ask them. 
Uh, but I would assume for this conversation and just for the whole, I guess, just promoting that message, they were grown. Mm-hmm. Right. They were grown. And the message that I do promote as an adult, as a level headed adult is it's always on the adult. Mm hmm. It's always on the adult. I don't blame. I don't blame children. However, there are children who can become hypersexualized and put themselves in situations, or equally, you know, consent, you know, consent to situations. However, it's always the adult who has the upper hand and should dictate when and where this stops and you know where this Mm -hmm. goes because they're supposed to be the responsible. Yeah. So, so from a therapy standpoint and reflecting on these types of moments, yes, they were definitely adults, and um, I think that that definitely, obviously, peeling that band-aid off i think that definitely opens a conversation that a lot of people have been a part of mm-hmm. whether they were gay or heterosexual mm-hmm. it's the whole perception of even similar to what young said but it was on a high school sense he said in the 10th grade you hit the 12th grader you the man but what about the 12th well, the 10th graders who is you know yeah. fucking their uh the the lady down the block you know what i mean or the sports. you know so point. this conversation yeah. is literally but even, what you, even what he's saying now just made me think of something different yeah remember how you say we conquering yeah the other side of that is the 12th grader you're what they would call you lowering yourself. Mm-hmm. So what is that psychological? That like? But I, I think it could also be seen as conquering too, from a predatorial yeah, standpoint. They like conquering sure. younger people. The yeah, is both. Like yeah. It's crazy how we can look at it. Yeah. So, but I think adolescence though starting that when you said it's the responsible one for the yeah, adult you should be the, the adult should be the responsible one because of course us, our noses are wide open, our bodies are changing. We we are experiencing things for the want. first time, mm-hmm. right? And if we're putting ourselves out there like that, and somebody who's willing to slang dick or just let you eat them out or fuck you you know what i'm saying it doesn't matter it's just those people there are people out there who will accept that invitation or not you know reject that invitation because i've been in situations like that where where kids have liked me you know what i mean and i've had to hit you with the stiff arm or not even like me and express themselves in a romantic way like that but even try to hint or play i shut it down right you know what i'm saying i shut it down and i don't shut it down in a in a stern kind of way i just shut it down in a way that's like Letting you know that obviously I'm not reciprocating that energy and I recognize who you are mm-hmm. and I'm going to just move accordingly. I had a teacher in the ninth grade, Mr. Uh, Turner, and uh, <laughs> he looked like Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about like thinking about it now as a basketball player. Now as an adult, <laughs> like girls were saying wild ass shit yeah. to this man. And I'm like, mm-hmm. even though like he's an adult, that had to be mad uncomfortable. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like ninth grade girls. Ooh, what I do to Mr. Turner? It's like. That's some wild ass shit. It is like, are you going to fucking go off on every kid that say that? Try to ignore it? Like, that's some wild ass shit to go through. Yeah, no, you, the best thing you can do is ignore it, but you can also fix the situation by just. How you call a parent and say your daughter keep hitting on me? Yeah, like it's a wild conversation. Um, wow. You might say it to a parent that's go hit on you too. Yeah. I had to have that talk with parents when I was a tutor. (laughs) definitely has happened but i think that you wouldn't call the parent directly and tell them that your that their child is hitting on you you would let the school know that this is becoming an issue this student i mean and then if it got that if it got to the point where you had to tell somebody else after telling the student then that student is on some real predatorial 
I'm trying to purposely make you uncomfortable. And then it's like, what yeah. has a student gone through? Yeah, I'm about to say that's beyond. And that's where the empathy yeah, comes from, especially from a teacher or like mm-hmm. a, a counselor. The teachers are gonna be, we gonna be concerned. Yeah, like, what? what's going what on? Fuck, you, you been doing at home? Think this school. is all right? That's hmm? wild shit. I said I ain't heard about a yeah, counselor we got, in school. I, there's like, counselors. Man. There's counselors. No, not saying not saying that they're not not yeah. not taking away. But I remember like it being in middle school. They ain't do much. We had to go see our counselor to even think about high school. Mm-hmm. Like I remember in middle school, they like go see your counselor B B through G or set y'all mm-hmm. going to see your counselor today, uh, see what kind of high school y'all want to go to. That's how I even found out about DSA, bro. That's the wild Me part. Too. I never even knew about counselor. Like, from my counselor, my I didn't know. Like, I wanted to hoop, bro. I wanted funny. to play a chassis or a king, and I played the drums. And right. The counselor was like, "Hold on, it's David Aerospace." Is yep. cast with a good band. Yeah, my teacher told me band. the same thing. It was counselors that did that. Yeah, I didn't have a counselor until high school, so I was like, "The fuck are y'all?" That's man, crazy. I had a counselor in middle school. But did your counselor really counsel you? Yeah, my counselor really counseled me. And that's me. what's she crazy. My counselor was fine as hell. She got me. My counselor was beautiful woman. She was a nice, she young, young she was, black woman. Yeah. Um, I want to say her name was Miss Caldwell. Miss Bruce. And mm. she was super sweet. I don't remember. She um, I we sat down. We talked about high schools. We talked because I went to cast. We talked about all of that. Cause I was interested in DSA, but I ended up deciding on cast, and um, she helped me get in all types of programs, like pre, like college prep programs and everything. So I, she was great. But what about? So she helped you with the academic standpoint, but would you say she really helped you with the socio emotional? From the social emotional aspect, I would say that I actually had great relationships with a lot of my woman teachers, and they actually helped me. I remember once because I started my period very young, and we had a math teacher who brought all of the girls into a room one day and sat us down and was talking to us about stuff. She was like, "If you ever need anything, if you ever need sanitary napkins, or just to talk about stuff, if you're confused, come to me. I'll help you out if you don't feel comfortable to go anywhere else." Because we didn't actually get a counselor until my seventh grade year, when I'd already had my period for two years. Mm-hmm. So I had been talking to a math teacher about that Mm -hmm. and I was close to her and she was just one of those teachers that all the girls felt comfortable going to because of that, because she sat us down at the beginning of the year and was like, y'all are growing, y'all are budding. Y'all may not have anybody at home that y'all could talk to. I want y'all to know y'all can always come and talk to me. Mm -hmm. So even though I didn't have a counselor that did that at the time, I had another woman and a teacher who did that, but I was also close to my mom and I could talk to my mom about things. But if I was at school, I knew who I could talk to. Mm -hmm. And she was one of those people. But we had a lot of, I went to go lightly and we had a lot of great teachers. Right. Who I remember to this day. Like my Girl Scout, Miss Lawton, my Girl Scout troop leader, that bitch was great. Shout out to Miss Lawton. Shout out to Miss Lawton. (laughs) You got some cookies? Man, um, I don't. I wish I did. Any low key, are Girl Scouts slinging cookies these days? Is, yeah, is this man, they sell them all year round. <laughs> it's never going I out don't of style. Know why they don't sell them like all year round? That, like, to me, that would you just make gotta know, no the, sense. know the space where they. Maybe at. it's a thing of supply and demand. Like they want you to still want it, so they don't sell it all year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very smart. Yeah, but do they not have a website? You can't they just order at this website, point, but you at cannot point, order cookies. Oh, you can't order. They still got us. They actually send you. To, they send you a whole list of your local Girl Scout mm-hmm. troops, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it tells you like when it's in season or whatever. Let me know when they go on Amazon. <laughs> now, the reason why I asked that question was it kind of yeah. made me think of Charles Pugh. Oh, Ooh. and Ooh. so, mm. Mm. yeah. So, um. It was funny. Like, I remember doing an event uh, with him uh, oh. at DSA, and I just never thought shit about it. And then after seeing it, like, years later, I'm like, oh, my God. He was racking up. And what happened? Probably, like, yeah. No, no. Nothing happened. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, say he did some shit with some other kids at DSA. Interesting. Shit. Well, I do know. I do know this for certain. 
Uh-oh. that they that oh my gosh um he used to come to performances and that's obviously this is the first time i've ever really talked about it publicly but like <laughs> he used to come to performances when i was in mosaic mm. not just solely for me obviously but that's notable too right he would come to my youth theater performances but at this time you know we were still young and that wasn't all what that wasn't being perpetuated as, as a parent I when we were in high school that wasn't being perpetuated this man was on fox 2 news this man was on the radio yeah. charles Pugh was that man right you know what i mean so for him to be a socialite was nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but for him to be a pervert Yep. That's where you cross the line. You're right. a predator. So now you're conquering in these spaces where you're supposed to be a prominent figure. And I think that that's the most distasteful part of it all looking back because I was told to follow Charles Pugh on his fifth Facebook page once upon a time. So, and that didn't go anywhere, obviously, right? That didn't go anywhere, but that I have had friends and obviously with the rising cases and the exposure of things that he actually did do, you can tell that if I hadn't, if I had a, you know, taken those advances and followed his Facebook and became friends with him there, then that would have been a potential and that's wild encounter. But right. it, it already was from the jump Just, by telling me to even follow you on your fifth exactly. Facebook page. That's grooming on one. Yeah. Because he's a prominent figure, so he already has over 4,000, 5,000 people oh. on one page. So then he creates a second, okay. a third, a fourth, and, and a fifth. Page yep. Which already up. makes you look grimy, though, because which you... Which already you, makes you look grimy. You operating off the fifth page when the first page probably idle. Yep. You see what I'm saying? You probably never post on the first page, but you yep. got all that, the. That makes sense. Wow. You didn't, but you and barely got friends on the fifth it. page, though. You got a hundred friends, mm-hmm. exactly. So that was his nasty people, page. Who knows? I didn't. I'm just saying. But that's what people <laughs> do when they create. Page. But that's what people mm-hmm. do when they create second pages. They don't have as many friends as they uh, do on the page where they mama follow them. Right. But I'm so, not about to create a second Facebook page because that's why. I want to talk about this hat. It says "Make Black Men Yeah, get into it again. Yeah, let's get into. So I want to add you. Strong statement. Like the older I get and the more I learn about myself, I learn the position we should take as men. And it's like, I can see why women are masculine because men have played defense on that shit for so long after I learned about it. The masculinity in men is is just like, it's played with too much for me. Like not even for me, like I'm judging it, but like just learning what it's about. And how we should operate. Learning what that definition of masculinity so, is. And it's not even like, because it's like my sign is Scorpio, so I'm a feminist sign. But just le- understanding like just simple shit that we be, we'll want a girl to have sex with us and we'll lay there like the woman to lay there instead of actually saying I want to do this or, you know what I'm saying, making decisions <laughs> or shit like that. And like a lot of men operate in the feminine and don't understand that they're doing it, and then they getting mad, get mad at the woman because she not operating in the feminine. Because it's gonna be a balance. It got to be a balance. So if the man is operating in the feminine, the woman is going to operate in the masculine. If the man is operating in the masculine, she's gonna either submit to it or right. they might not. They might not be able to. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean. I don't. I don't. I don't care about the sexuality. But as far as we see women getting fucked up. Taking that leadership yeah, role. We'll take our phones out. Going with That's it. not masculine. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. see. We don't hold the door no more. Mm-hmm. But we also got women that'll be like, I got the door. But still, we, like that, that. Don't, that don't mean stop holding the door for the other women. Like, mm-hmm. So we get emotional as women. No, nah, hold with, the door for me. I want you to actually rush in you know front of me saying? so that I don't get a chance to open the door. And that's what I mean by the hat. Like, I, like the, I, like I, I just want somebody that. to even look into what that means. Like, it's Shakti and it's Shiva. 
It's the pure, it's the divine masculine, it's divine feminine. Mm-hmm. For you sure. Got, you got to know what energies you putting out and what energies you're trying to ask for. This was not the answer I expected. So, me either. Yeah. I, why I laughed Honestly. was I pictured a man sitting there looking in the sky as a woman's taking his pants off. To have sex with that's why I like when they get shy. Yeah. They but this, but this, this was going on, and then it's like the barrier of yeah. Like like even I'm just guilty. Like all right, your girl mad, you gonna get mad too. You don't want to say nothing. You never ignore your lady. You never ignore. Her. You, I wasn't you, expecting. You deal this. with this, your woman like with freedom, humor, and love only. I, I looked at this. So it's it's like this. This is how the woman go. And if the man is going like that too, it's never no balance. The man stays mellow. You feel me? And that's the divine masculine. The woman's gonna move like a the seasons. So the feminine energy gonna move like the seasons. It's gonna stay as beautiful as everything though. So when it's cold, you gonna love the snow. When it's hot, you gonna love the sun. When it's raining, you gonna love the flowers. So if you understand a woman operate like that, you ain't gonna really be moved by shit. But if you operating in a feminine, everything gonna move you. Think about when we was younger. Niggas weren't moved by nothing. That girl would be dancing. They ain't over there mad. That girl, by the time they get, hey, we gone. Not even on no demanding shit, but it was just, he was operating in the masculine. We operating like women and we mad at what, <laughs> what's going on. So that hat just mean like, look into it. Even if you don't take my answer, just if that hat can make you say, what is the divine masculine? What is masculine? Uh, what is a king? What is masculinity? So, I, yeah, I think I think that you. I, I think he explained. I think he explained really that perfectly because yeah. when I first saw the hat, I immediately just thought that you know because we hear that a lot, you know. And for me, I just take my emotions out of it one hundred percent when I hear like the and term, the term. You, the, yeah, I, yeah, I'm open to hearing what you have to say because I take my emotions out of hearing the word masculine because there's a lot of people who throw masculine and masculinity yes. around, but they do not know how to define it. They do not know how to define it. He has a literal definition of what he means by his hat. He even told. You, I don't care about the sexuality. I'm just talking about this is what I mean by asserting and reaffirming what it means to be masculine. He has an idea of that, and I'm all about deconstructing what that means. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times people expect you to fit into one one exact mode. And what I what my only my only kickback to it would be to say that because we are all human beings, we obviously have a choice, right? And there are going to be men who choose to be masculine in the sense that he has defined. Mm -hmm. But there are some men who are going to tap into that feminine energy and Mm -hmm. flow like the seasons. And And just like, just, and you know, and and that's a choice as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, you know, would be the, that's that's a counter to that. that. But not really a disagreement. Because it's not, no, it's just this part that I didn't explain. Me making music is very feminine. Because it flows, right. Mm-hmm. Me drawing is me, the feminine energy. The artistic so it's like, energy. I understand mm-hmm. it. So I'm not saying it. I'm just speaking into like fathers being fathers. You know 100%, what I'm saying? And 100%, not being as emotional as the baby 100%. Mom. I mean, mm-hmm. owning, like, owning a male. I, I'm an artist, bro. So mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I'm probably more feminine right? as far as the way I live. I'm peaceful. I'd rather be at the water. I be, but I understand with that. I coexist with women on this plane right. and my, mm-hmm. my position on earth. Fuck my, what I care about. My position on earth is to protect and provide. And, and I think that that's the that's best it. place to be because you know I think, because I think for what you're yeah, promoting yeah. and yeah, what he's promoting too, it takes away like what I, what I get so sick of a lot of times, especially when I see women standing up for themselves or speaking their opinions and stuff. 
But he don't really hate that. He like he you enjoy women speaking up for themselves. No, no, but, I'm saying with but, no. if a man is standing there and he's not, or like yeah. uh he is sitting back said, to it. He's just recording. Yeah. Or some shit like or that. that. I hate no, that or, I, or I don't like the cat. What I was basically getting at, I don't like that either, but I don't like the cattiness. I don't mm-hmm. like a woman expressing herself and even if she feels a way about how she might be being, being, being treated, even if it's far-fetched right. and it's not accurate. And she like, all men are this. The men who choose to argue yeah. back... It's a, it's, that's, it's feminine, and like you said, you pointed yeah. out that's a feminine energy for yeah. you to even be like, no, nah, but bitches be, but right. bitches be, and, nigga, and you like look said, so. And like I said, weak. I'm guilty. I'm not even like, like I said, I, even I said if she's delusional, let her talk. Let her talk, and just like because just you like snapping back is making you look like. Think and, about the messiest person you know. It's but, a man. Half the, the time, it's it a man. Is, but, <laughs> but the woman don't even understand. You are the messiest person I know. I'm not even say the woman. The feminine energy, or the I can say the woman don't even understand. When she's going off mm-hmm. She don't understand The calm tone She's mm-hmm. not even gonna understand You saying You're right mm-hmm. You can yell A girl can yell at you And you be like You're right You're right She'll keep yelling Cause she can't hear You just gotta let her Calm back down I read a book Called The Superior Way of I don't man, necessarily right? think That's a woman trait That's a person trait no, People no, just, wanna be right People, no, no, I'm or saying people want to get their point across regardless. No, I'm saying as far as when we speaking on the energies, okay. I, ain't, I ain't too much caring about like that. That is niggas too because they argue about their opinions all yeah. day. Okay, Kobe, my favorite. Yeah, LeBron, my favorite. Exactly, like, bro, exactly, exactly. All day to no I Which shows you the passion all the time. Yeah. That exposes your passion yeah. so and your I, ability to rationalize. So I understand mm-hmm. that part, but, but to a fault. But I'm just saying as far as like I'm, I'm just looking at like. Anybody can see that when a woman's mad, let her be mad and calm her down. Give it, her a moment. Yeah, yeah, you're, it's, you're absolutely it's no right. point of me going. Don't make it let worse. Don't compete. Through, don't be a hot. And that's what it seems like sometimes when we're on the internet. It seems like a lot of men make it seem, especially straight men. I'm, I'm gonna speak to it. Especially straight men make it seem as if women are their sworn opponent opponents. And I know women be dragging men. Like there's the opposite of misogyny is misandry. And a lot of women do need to set, check their mm-hmm. misandry because their forwardness. And I understand historically women have been shitted on. So speak up, says I support you. But at the same and I support your smart, smart ass mouth. I support it because that nigga out being misandrist mm-hmm. because you had years of being fucking oppressed, just like black people have mm-hmm. too. So nobody. That's why people don't regard misandry the same as misogyny mm-hmm. because when have women had the power over men to truly shut them down? All right. women can do is pick at you and piss you off, Supposedly. and that's why. And that's and that's what they're supposed. To, that's all they can do is pick pick at patriarchy. If patriarchy is the head, all women can right. do is make you feel bad. And when a nigga mm-hmm. and when a nigga responds to her clawing at him, that's when you have yeah, that's literally that's succumbed that's to her. Level, please do because what you're saying is perfect, it's making perfect sense. But for my mentors, I speak to them a lot and I ask them about it because I I deal with women like multiple and I tell them the truth. And I asked them, like, is when when do a woman stop testing you? And they told me that a woman was put here to test you, and that's what gets you to the level of whatever you become. Mm. We are pushing to be greater, but. You don't even know you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just your natural essence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you think, if, if most men that can't deal with, however you attack your relationship as a man is how you attack the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you attack your relationship. 100%. Oh, that's what that we do. Yeah. So oh, we going to be talking about message. fucking. We got deep today. <laughs> if, you, if you attack your woman, timid, and you. Yep. That's how you attack, attack the world. You attack your woman, asking her questions, mm-hmm. and you attack her. That's mm-hmm. how you go attack. Hey, bro, you mm-hmm. think I can get in this fashion mm-hmm. show? Mm-hmm. Based on his answers, what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But you see the dudes that's like, 
Look at certain us. Certain himself. We right. Stop playing. Nothing about him makes me uncomfortable. Mm-mm. Period. And if Same. You, and honest, honest to God, we actually been around each yeah, other. Yeah, we have. We worked together before. A few times. Mm-hmm. I was me. I didn't, I, didn't know that. I didn't even recognize him yeah. at first. Yeah, because I was when he said what up, and then I'm like, once he started talking, I was like, I know exactly who he is. You see, it's a young. Yeah, I met him before. The necklace, I know the chain and everything. I know the chain and everything. <laughs> but but it's I never that motherfucker. But it's never been no uncomfortable energy. <laughs> nah. like, but it's like because I I'm one with so yeah. I understand. Right. And you see, like, but going back to what you just said, like right now, like you should be a reflection of whoever you are with right now. Mm-hmm. They should be like, like my nigga is listening to this right now. And when this comes out, he's gonna be like, Yeah, you talk just like this in front of me. Cause period. Yeah, this you know what is. I'm saying? I'm not period. here. I don't call switch for We're not cold switching for nobody ever. Not even the person you're in a relationship with. Be honest, yeah. keep it real, be your true one hundred percent raw self. But if you are not one with yourself, everything that they gonna do bothers mm-hmm. you, everything that you do bothers you, everything that the world does bother you. Pay attention to the people who walk around complaining about everything. Yeah, once you Those find that comfort in yourself, you'll man, be able come to on find now. that comfort in other people, and also give that comfort that you so de- that not Period. that you so desperately want, yeah. but you're able to give the comfort that you want yeah. to, to receive. Period. I didn't even know I needed this. That's and it. you need to you need to you need to teach that, but it starts yeah. young too. And mm-hmm. I think really quick, I just yeah. want to share a quick story. This was a moment of transparency that well, this is a moment of transparency that I had with my family recently, and I want to put it on the airways because I think a lot of people can learn from it. But I saw my nephew. He He's eight years old. I was on the porch at my parents' house. He's like, he's eight years old. He's shorter than everybody, skinnier than everybody, shorter than everybody. Right? I see him choking his boy up. He got his shirt. He yanking the boy by the shirt. Like boy, no, 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 no. I hear my. I see my nephew doing this. I'm like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen him do this. Right? So then he lets the boy go, and then the boy say something. My cousin. I mean, my cousin. My nephew turns around and just sticks the middle finger up right at him, real quick. I'm like, damn. I have never seen this in my life. So oh, I love so this is my this is my nephew, eight years old. I ain't never told him to do that. I know my sister don't raise him to do that, but right. you know, kids learn fucked up things in public school and mm-hmm. from their cousins. Yeah, so and, cousins. and if they got young aunties and uncles, they gonna learn some fucked up shit too. So just deal with it. So, so anyways, I wasn't surprised. The finger was strong. It was great, great execution. He ate it up. He ate it up, <laughs> ate it up. Five minutes later, I told him to come over because I didn't want to reprimand him right in that moment because right. I felt him. Like, leave me the fuck he, alone. He, he, and he the boy left him on alone after he sucked the middle finger up. And I was like, right, as long as the boy ain't run up, I was was good so five minutes later i called him over like come here buddy and you know me the educator in me came out where i'm like let's talk to the kid first because you don't want to just you know whatever Crazy, adults man. be making a situation about them mm-hmm. it ain't about you Damn. it ain't about you when, so when you work with when you work with kids it's not about you nobody cares how you feel as an adult just listen right so i go i go are you all right is everything all right and he and because he knows how i am he's open with me he knows that I'm going to ask him those questions instead of be like, you know, my sister. Shout out to her, my twin sister, who just yells all the time. You got an actual twin? I have an actual twin sister. Never knew that. Shout wow. out to her, but she be yelling all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what's wrong? And he like, I'm like, is everything okay? He said, no. I said, what's wrong? He said, the kids keep talking about my body. First of all, he's sitting there. It's summertime. He, co- I mean, he's scratching because, you know, little boys play football and they always on the ground. And the fertilizer. Boy, he, this my nephew. Always scratching, scratching, scratching. <laughs> they talking about me, so you ashy too, cause you getting, cause you scratching yourself. So he like, and they keep calling me ashy. I'm like, what they say about your body? They calling me ashy. I'm like, well, first of all, this is this is this is my first. No, before I, before I even said that, this is what I hit him with. You know, you don't have to stay around people who don't make you feel good about yourself, right? Simple, simple. You know, you don't have to stay around people who make you feel bad about yourself, right? Period. Damn. Your your greatest strength is walking away from them fucking losers. For it is sure. not interacting with them. It's literally walking away from them because I've literally learned that every time I go around them, they don't make me feel good. I stick up the middle finger at them. I'm choking niggas up. I'm out of character. 
So I told my nephew that you don't have to stay around people. And then I went in the house because it's no long conversation. No long conversation, not deep, not emotional. You feel me? So I'm like, and then when I walked in the house, I scratched my leg. And I was like, and look, and next time they tell you ashy, tell them black people get ashy. I'm ashy too. You know what I'm saying? That was the moral, right? Damn, five minutes later. So man, he felt so. amazing. He felt amazing. But five yeah, minutes later, he comes in the house. He's watching TV in the den. He said, fuck y'all kids. Now he's watching cartoons and shit. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Right. You know, because now MVP. you mind your business. I told my sister that, though, when it was time for them to leave. She's like, grab your motherfucking shoes. Let's go. He don't fucking listen. I'm like, he probably don't listen because you're going in the way you're going in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People, human beings don't respond yeah, to that shit. So kids. then I'm like, did you know, did you ask him what, what just happened outside or how he might be feeling? She's talking about some what? I'm like, he literally said the kids next door was talking about him because he was actually X, Y, and Z. So I told him, you feel me? You ain't got to stay around if they making you feel bad about yourself and, you know, that you ashy, black people get ashy. Right. She shut that shit down and I feel like it was coming from a real condescending place. So if she ever listens to this or if she hears this because I haven't been talking to her, she'll understand that I really mm -hmm. felt the way about that because I'm gay. And I'm, look, I'm the gay uncle. I'm a gunkle. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm raising wow. my kids or mm -hmm. my niece and nephew to be just the same way as I am or to like who I right. or, li or to like who I like or to dislike how I am. Right. So when you try to shut down my opinion, you feel me? It felt like it was coming from a kind of sitting place. Mm -hmm. Like that's a soft ass. You know what I'm saying? That's a right. soft ass way to think about it, you mm -hmm. know, to tell somebody to take that route. And that's really how I felt. So she doesn't know that that's really, really how that's I felt about route. it because it got because it got toxic. You want right. to cuss? I'm a cuss. And, you know, we went at it. And I'm like, get the fuck out, stupid ass, da 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 We go at right. it. But at the same time, that affected me because you got to understand. But then she went outside and go ask the kid, who out here calling my baby Ashy? That's when it really got right. filthy. Because I'm like, why would you go outside you what you gonna do to and what attack you gonna the do kids? kids? That's what I'm what talking you about. Do? You attacking your and own kids. Like, they they them. The children have like already settled tale. Exactly. Then you making him look like a tattletale. Now he can't even go play with the friends no more because you just... Tried to be no, like super mom. I said one little so, joke and you got in your feelings, you wouldn't go tattletale. Nah, I'm upset. With exactly. You. So that's. In, in ninth, ninth, ninth grade, I'm like, don't play with that nigga. He exactly, because like, he is snitch. His mama going to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? I so. Away after a parent yeah. that shit. So when I went out there and said, why would you say that to all the kids? She like, it's not that big of a deal. You just yeah, being emotional. Look, you just being emotional. You just being. Did she say did she say that all the time to you? Bro, very. I mean, not all the time. You know what I mean? Like, but I have a history of that. And I think that that is definitely something that I've unpacked and Human already dealt with. But yeah, right. something that's it's the, it's the compassion that's a missing. You know what I mean? That's the thing about black men is that black men are it starts treated from the where they period. cannot have emotions. Exactly. Or, show that's why exactly. Right. or even or even be asked the question and explain how you feel. Yeah, right. All I asked was, are you okay? He said, no. I said, what's wrong? I think black men, one, shut down black men, two, act out. How many black men can't answer the question, what's wrong? A lot of them. A lot of them. So if you don't start them from a kid, that's a confusing question to grown men who don't know how to express. What the fuck you mean? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? They just get defensive when you ask them what's wrong. There's a lot wrong though. You know, but it's so much wrong, and you can tell based off of the fact that you answer my question with a question. If a lot of people can talk, you ain't got to be in prison. A lot of people would be in prison. Like what we talked about. Like. Of what we were supposed to talk about mm -hmm. because the conversation was so good. It shifted. But it is two things I definitely want to touch on. Let's get it. Uh, let me see here. I'm sorry. This was like such good conversation, but I didn't want to miss out on this conversation. And for everybody listening, I know y'all like, so we talking about black men 
and emotions, yeah. and now we about to get into masturbation. I know it's a hard switch, <laughs> but it's really nice about to happen. Pivot. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard. <laughs> hey, look, but when you know, you know. When yeah. You know, you know. So it's all good conversation. You mentioned, and every time I'm like, I know this is gonna sound weird, but like when I jack off, I be like, damn, young would be upset. Damn. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up! No, you don't. <laughs> That's awkward as hell. Shut the fuck up. You stupid. I understand what you said. Yeah, yeah. We ain't gotta ever say that shit again. On the on the radio <laughs> too. Like, <laughs> damn, I'm sure that loud. came off on the ears. Right. You can't even erase Harsh. it. But no, you you said that we shouldn't masturbate, and I'm gonna let you expound on that so mm. we can ask questions about this. But I want you first to tell us the last time you. Not only ejaculated, but masturbated. I probably ain't ejaculated in about a month and a half. Hell no. It don't mean I don't fuck, though. Yeah, I know. I still say hell no. Man, our semen is the most powerful thing we hold, bro. Please break that down. It's everything. It's our, it's our creative energy, bro. Look, if we can create a kid with a woman, imagine what your semen can create if you keep it in. And ejaculate up your spine, bro. Look look into semen retention, bro. And you will understand how powerful you will be as a man if you don't, like, sow your seed just in a condom or just... Even if you want to create with a woman, right? Mm -hmm. You can meditate in a tantric form while you're sexing with her. And you can have her yell out the shit she want. You can yell out the things you want. You're in a a high frequency when you do this. So you're in a meditative space. That's what sex is. So you can draw anything in the material world you want to you. And it's easier when you're in a sexual form. Where are these porns at? So if you keep your semen in, that energy stays within you. Like, it's shit deep as hell, bro. See, I'm going to be uncomfortable um, every time I jack off now. Look into it. If you're I've, in- I've heard this before, too, when I looked up edging. So, looking yeah, so what do you do when you're about to come? You squeeze, and you like stop. your tip. No, you squeeze. It's a part in between, like your nuts and your ass, and it's a tube that actually lets your nut come out, or you can hold it and it. You breathe up, and it can come up your spine. You can have a full body orgasm. So you be squeezing your gooch? <laughs> oh, that made me want to throw up. I want to throw up. That feel like I want to no, throw up. It's just like you just like when you like what like when you trying to stop. I'm mean, I'm imagining it. Pissing. No, you trying to stop pissing when you trying to hold your pee. Yeah, that yeah. right there. When you holding your pee, it's kind of like I'm holding my breath. You breathe up, bro. It's that's what I'm saying. When I yeah. think about the feeling, that's what but, the feeling. Look, the feeling is but, making me want to throw. But look, up. it's a practice. That's though. what. So it's like it's not, it's some shit we post. I'm like I'm thinking about look, stopping that shit. I'm like, look, just think about think about saying. since we were kids, bro. <laughs> how much sex was given to us, right? Why would you think they just made us just want to fuck so much and just nut nut nut? Your girl, they telling us make sure you making them nut. Make sure. you... Just think about when have they ever gave us anything that was information or good for us? So why would they give us so much sex and, and and porn and all that if it was actually good for us? So yeah. So if after I start, I was dealt with by an older woman when I was younger. So I understood like over time, I was doing women wrong by you know what I'm saying, thinking it was love, yeah, and just chasing the nut and. Understanding that I was probably more understanding the sex and, you know what I'm saying, knowing I can use a woman or t- turn her out and, like, 
be with her or whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I started loving myself. So it's like, damn, I want to be honest. I don't like that shit. And then it made me start looking into other stuff. And it was like, we're not even supposed to be ejaculating unless we are trying to create. We're put here to create kids and create anything in the material world. Impact, right. In the material. So when you bust like a month and a half, were you trying to create a kid or was it an oopsie? No, I was just fucking. And it was like. I was like fucking good, and it was like some good energy, and when the shit I was thinking about was worth creating, and the shit I believe she was thinking about was worth creating. So I came. Period. <laughs> if y'all having sex on that level, then I can definitely understand. Yeah. I can definitely that, understand how to, you think about it. That's the only level, that's the level all, you should be having sex. We all on. having mm-hmm. sex on that level, but it's just we Sheesh. don't understand it. Um, imagine how much turmoil you creating with a girl that's full of shit. Or a nigga that's full of shit. And then you don't eat right, you don't drink right, you busting and you busting, and then she takes it. A woman takes in, a man gives out. So imagine what you have to put in you to give good. Imagine what you have to be able to give a woman. She has to receive everything you get. So if it's anger, if it's some toxic shit, if it's some straight, you giving that to that woman when you, every right. time you pump. And then if you understand the male body and the woman body, most of your trauma is right here. We hold on to trauma right here at mm-hmm. your waist. Your waist. That's your most tra- your traumatic your place. That's your root. Your root. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're hitting that constantly with someone, your trauma is going back and forth. So if you release it in there, it, it can get crazy. But Man, we don't understand why shit be so crazy when we be with people. Or we don't understand why shit be so wild. Fuck Wait, it. so live on air, Vessa, are you stating that you will no longer be a Twinkie? After this conversation, yeah, for sure. Seriously, for sure. Well, I had I was only I'm only a Twinkie usually. Like when I'm only you know involved with one person, and you know we're on that level, and I finally get there, and I'm like, you know what, I mean, you might as well just leave it in now. And this but, ain't and I ain't saying it's like nothing. I've been like, like four now, five years with. I really like need to masturbation. Probably been like five years. You haven't masturbated in five years. No, I don't do that. Nothing against nobody. Do you touch do. your dick. Yeah, nigga, I wash my shit. I mean, like, I like, put it in some you, pussy, I put like, it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean is, let me rephrase the question. Like, but I'm not saying, like, I think masturbation. After I text that, I got some more studies. Like, I don't never stop studying shit. You can masturbate, just don't ejaculate. So you, like, you can practice this same shit. I make myself nothing fastest. That's that, the hardest thing to do. You can shit. practice this same practice. With yourself and try to get because it's a practice. It's some yogi shit. It's like mm-hmm. some real meditative shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's some it's some lifelong journey shit. So, and then think about it, bro. When you when you when you ejaculate, most niggas ain't about to just get right back up. You ain't about to. I can have sex with a woman forever how long I want. Not ejaculate. We can chill for a couple of minutes. I can get right back to it. I can chill again. I can get. I can. I can just keep fucking if I want. But if I keep fucking with my ego, I'll be fucking for a nut. Mm-hmm. When I fuck to make that woman happy or I get intimate or something like that, that's that's a whole different vibe. I think you just spoke on something there, too, when you just said, like, to be intimate. You know, yeah, every time that you inside don't mean you have y'all got to be fucking and just sure. to so an end. You somebody, know what I mean? Somebody told Sometimes us that just we got a nut to end. Be intimate, and that is getting inside. It's just so chilling. can I get everyone's commitment here in this room? <laughs> bro, it, it ain't no you easy shit, bro. No. I'm, look, I'm 30, bro. Whatever it is. I'm 30, bro, and I, I I got on that journey like at 29. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I was 
Wait, are you I was busting like what? crazy. You no. know what I'm saying? Um, see, I mean, I don't have he, like he's respectful, and I, I mean, I think we all are respectful yeah, to our own individual no journeys. I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't foresee myself being able to hold anything in <laughs> once I'm at you know what I'm saying my peak. I'm not trying to hold anything in, but I also think that like he said, masturbation too. It's a certain balance. Like you, you can misuse yourself. It is certain. You can misuse and abuse yourself. And I don't like being misused or used. So when I overuse myself, I will really look at myself and and say, "Bro, what the fuck are you doing? Too much." Like because addictive personalities. I have known people and have friends like bros who have been addicted to masturbation. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, no, no, like at the dinner table. No, not like that. But just like. You just have no bounds. You you literally want to continuously do that, and like you said, continuously to eja- continuing to ejaculate and you take feel, take get, that energy, we, like we you said, weak. that creative energy. What which semen is? I like that you spoke on that because it is what creates, mm-hmm. right? So literally, think about how many times you 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 masturbated for fucking no reason, and how many times you didn't came. Niggas, you see what I'm saying? And look, wipe that shit, <laughs> like, wipe that shit right up, like nigga, nigga, all that creativity. You just you just wait, you waste. But a lot of us say we, but a lot of us say we jack off to be more creative. A lot of people say they might jack off before jack it's off time to, to do something. Or creative release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or creative release. But it's like that. That's where we come back to the masculine. Like, where mm-hmm. the discipline was what? It's all about the discipline. Discipline. I masturbate to release like, stress. You think that we, we? What's today? The Juneteenth. You think we could have built pyramids if we was just nothing everywhere? Yes. Probably not. Not if that was our main focus. I don't think the people like when you when you give up when you give that example and but something that requires that much attention and uh, commitment. People at a certain time and when they are an, on a certain journey, they are not concerned they about just letting nuts go. You know what I'm saying? You're too preoccupied. You're too busy. You know what I mean? You have stuff to do, but obviously a nut might to some of us might seem like the like a likely out come for us like we might enjoy that if we are busy but i think to his point just staying focused and staying you know what i'm saying determined i guess or What's what's yeah. the word you use? Just dedicated I, I just to whatever like it is that you're trying. Discipline, yeah, discipline. Bro. That's the word you use. I will you stand discipline. I think that sometimes masturbation can actually help with creative energy because yeah. it can release that's, that's that that, yeah. that that stress. Yeah. At least for me. But I think to move nothing against. I just think that's just the way they taught us. Like sex is a release. Ah. Agree. It goes back and, to and what you said about it being everywhere. Yeah, like where it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. A release. It's yeah. like it's like you said. The intimate part is where we took it now. Now niggas mm-hmm. just fucking y'all. Yeah, because y'all don't see really, a lot of people just putting their dick in somebody and not doing nothing. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, y'all, we just chilling. Like, nah, it feel so, good, but like, what's like, next? You like, know, like, but like when I read on that shit, it was like sometimes. Basically, once you went there, when I read on it, it was like a man should sometimes go inside of a woman, sit there, and let the flow happen of however it should happen. You might start fucking a woman fast, and she might just want to start slow. Mm. You might start fucking her slow. She might want her body to tell you what she wants. But didn't I say that too? Too in my response, though, I do think that men need to start being more concerned about what women want, and and women need to be more concerned about what men might want. You know what I mean in terms of that sexual spectrum and what that looks like? Because a lot of because I think, but I think women learn a lot of things from men. And I think that that get, leads to a different conversation, but the way y'all feel about how you would receive a man's interest is the way he feels about how he, you know, how he feels about your interest. You know what I mean? In the restrictions and the boundaries, it comes from the man and the woman just kind of feeds off that energy. Yeah. 
So we gotta unfortunately wrap it up. Yeah, let's get it. Uh, and well, not, not unfortunately because I think that uh, everybody should wrap it up. Safe sex is the best sex. Yes. It doesn't matter how long ago it was since I've last used a condom. That's not the conversation. Uh, <laughs> okay, because I was about to say, what do you think about it in relationships? Oh no, we raw dog McGraw. Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> <That leg>. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, but I, I do have a question for everybody, and I'll answer it first because mm-hmm. I got to get the next guest. But um, if you could lose your virginity again, mm. what age would it be at? And I'm going to say mine is still going to be April 30th, 2007. So you were 17? No, I was 16. 16. Yeah. I would be, I don't know. Man, just I would be 18. Understand what I know. I would also probably be 18. I would want to be legal. Probably 18. Probably closer to 20. Actually. I would want to be legal. Just to be legal. Just to say I was legal. I have more questions, but the show going to end because know. you're saying that, but I'm going to move forward. I don't know, bro. Would it be the same? No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I was a kid, bro. Uh, see, see, I lost mine at 16, 16. It could have been 15, but I saw a rat in the basement. Party <laughs> I was that at. He had no, to I go. I was fucking with that rat down there. I Jesus said, no, nah, we can go upstairs. <laughs> hey, you can say that. Look, it could be whatever energy it got to be. I wasn't fucking while I was looking at a rat. Bye, bro. I ain't never seen a rat before in my life. I'm you like, are that's terrible. a rat, and I already saw it. Uh, that's not a mouse. That's the rat. Yeah. It probably was a mouse, but oh. since it was my first time, it was a rat. I, it, it looked like a rat to me. Master Splinter. I would just say eighteen, Master just so Splinter. I don't have the historical yeah. context, the like, historical oh, context, and we can relate to I'm a greater tell, conversation. You, you know, something to think about, bro. <laughs> yeah. Why you have sex when you look, I played ball and box, bro. Mm-hmm. If I, I was nothing like right. crazy, hey, what if so, I did? So this has been a great episode yeah. of Cocktails with Cocktails. I awesome, appreciate man. Y'all. Thank you. Y'all actually gave us an episode to talk about <laughs> shit. That wasn't straight up sexual, and that's what I truly I enjoyed. Because it. it wasn't even what we expected or even attempted. Awesome. Blessings, blessings. Thank you, guys. Beautiful. Oh, shit. Well, let's about to do the thingy thing, yeah. and I'm going to get so our guest.